मॉर्निंग वी आर डूइंग उद्धव गीता द लास्ट मैसेज ऑफ श्री कृष्णा वी हैड डन टिल वर्स थर्टी नाइन फ्रॉम चैप्टर टू सो वी आर गोइंग टू डू वर्स फोर्टी ऑनवर्ड्स फ्रॉम चैप्टर टू वी आर डूइंग उद्धव गीता चैप्टर टू द लास्ट मैसेज ऑफ श्री कृष्णा वर्स फोर्टी द योगी मूविंग अमिड सेंस ऑब्जेक्ट्स पोजेस्ट ऑफ डाइवर्स कैरेक्टरिस्टिक्स should not be attached to them keeping keeping his mind absolutely free from their virtues and shortcomings like the wind i'd given a complete dump about this so here it is said that the yogi yogi actually translates into somebody who has literally gone away from the material domain and have become a kind of a saint or a sage or those kind of things so we are not talking about a person who is on the path so we are not talking about people those who are going towards this domain right so we are talking about somebody who might have achieved might be there somewhere closer to realization so what is krishna talking about so the sense object should not be disturbing to this yogi the reason why i am just repeating this so that you will understand that sense objects are the ones which keep on disturbing every human being anything that happens in our material world we are disturbed now disturbance doesn't actually mean that you are going to get oh my god i am upset no 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 it could mean that oh i like this so much that is also called a disturbance otherwise you may be under the impression that oh what i don't like is disturbing no 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 nothing like that anything that you like dislike good bad if you look if you see certain things and you say this is good or this is bad this is called swaying you know moving from right to left now these are the things that are going to cause this problem of disturbance all right so it is good as well as bad both are disturbances only what is non disturbance something that you don't get attracted or not attracted towards so something which you are just neutral towards it now let us look at it from now a different perspective of how this yogi is supposed to handle the situation All right, so we are moving on to verse forty-one. Even though entering material bodies on earth and associating with their attributes, the yogi with his eyes always on the self is not affected by those attributes like the wind by odor. In this verse, a secret has been revealed to you. What is that secret? You see, the secret is right here in the beginning. It says, even though. entering material bodies on earth the earth has material bodies the earth has material bodies and a yogi enters the body now this is very peculiar because so entering the material bodies it's a phenomena which says that human beings are the domain of this earth all right and the yogi enters the body can anybody and everybody enter a body see think about it what is he saying the yogi enters the body that means there is a difference between taking up a body at the time of birth and entering a body so normally when human beings are born those who are on this planet earth they take up a body how do they take up at the time of birth a person is born 
with the characteristics of the body did you understand okay let me give you another understand suppose if i have to put a substance like say mercury or a heavier substance can i put it in a very light bottle which is made of very thin plastic i don't think so i i cannot put a thicker liquid in a very thin bottle so i need a specific kind of a bottle now when i was flying down from banaras now the kind of bottle that is needed to put the ganga water in better be sturdy i cannot carry a bottle which is you know crushable because i have to put this in the hold the bottle in the hold and if i give a bottle which is soft which can be easily crushed do you know what's going to happen no water will break and my entire bag is going to get spoiled isn't it i hope you understand so the kind of body that a human being takes up a person takes up as a human being is specific for that purpose so when a person is born when a human being when a being takes a human form a being taking a human form the form is very very specific so some are born as male some are born as female now there are so many other varieties also so then there are certain people who have certain characteristics some are born fair some are born dark right so there are specific characteristics some are born with certain diseases at birth itself congenital disease they say some are born with defective genes do you get the point so all this is a part of the karma of that particular jivatma so they are given specific bodies now these specific bodies are extremely important please understand the body has got a certain value and this value has to be taken into account some are born with eyes which are certain color so characteristics are specific to the kind of birth that they are taking so now let us try to understand what do the yogis do so this what i told you just now is relatable to all human beings now what do these yogis do the yogis do something completely different they take specific bodies they take bodies which they know can be used as a vehicle for doing their job got it so these people take up a specific kind of a body for doing their job so i hope you understood the meaning of this word even though entering material bodies on earth and associating with their attributes so some of the attributes that are there in these bodies the yogis get attracted towards that and actually they use it the yogi with his eyes on the self is not affected by those attributes like the wind of odor or by odor now he may take up a certain attribute but is he affected by it now let us say you get a characteristic of a particular kind what happens is he has taken a certain characteristic now let us say if the yogi has got blue beautiful blue eyes is he supposed to take care of those blue eyes and bother his head about oh i have got beautiful eyes is he supposed to bother about it no the yogi is not supposed to bother about these kind of things and that is the essential part 
he doesn't care about the attributes he is only using the eyes for the purpose that he is born did you get the point otherwise a normal human being is so vain if somebody who is fair somebody who is handsome or you know good looking what do they do they get carried away by that particular aura around them whereas a yogi is not bothered at all right he only uses the attributes that are there like say for example he has got eyes he is going to use the eye only for the purpose that he is you know therefore but he is not going to misuse it yesterday i gave you the word misuse so i hope you understood what does the yogi do yogi takes up specific bodies number 1 number 2 he they have got attributes number 3 they do not misuse the attributes they use them specific for the purpose that they have been given to them all right or they have taken for so now we move to verse 42 rudav gita chapter 2 verse 42 even though living in the body the sage through his identity with the self should reflect on the unity non attachment and sky like trait of the omnipresent atma which runs as a substratum through all movable and immovable things uh, slightly difficult verse but let us look at it once again verse 42 says even though living in the body the sage through his identity with the self should reflect on the unity number 1 non attachment number 2 sky like trait of the omnipresent atma which runs as a substratum through all movable and immovable things the yogi has taken up a body that is point number 1 but what is he doing actually he is using the body for understanding the self only so he has a very specific idea like we don't have common people don't have the idea that they are the self what does a common man have an idea he is like an average human being he says oh i am just an average human being you know i have got my issues i have got my problems i can't solve them i have so many things going on in this world i have to make money i have to take care of my family i have to even sit for the satsang person will say these kind of things but what does a yogi do a yogi knows he is the self this is an important thing a yogi has a very clear understanding that he is the self right so when he is the self what does he do his job is to know that this self which is omnipresent you know understand this self is omnipresent omniscient you know all those words that we take up for the self being so this particular yogi has a clarity that the third d which is called discrimination everything is one right that means there are no specifications like i am separate you are separate everybody has this idea that i am so and so you are so and so isn't it we all have the separation in our mind now the separation lies in our mind because we do not consider ourselves same as the other person we say oh he is different she is different she is different and he is different everybody is different so if i have to ask you a question can you think of yourself one with the chinese premier no can you say you are one with the russian prime minister or president no can you say you are one with american no you will say he is american he is russian he is chinese so on and so forth and you don't have that unity 
whereas a yogi what does he do he has unity in his mind he knows he is one with everything this is the first part second say second part says non attachment non attachment means what non attachment clearly says i am an indian i am not a pakistani i am not a russian i am not a chinese neither an american that is not what you are supposed to say whereas what does a yogi say i am the self he doesn't say i am indian i am pakistani i am this i am that he doesn't say any of those things he says i am the self now is self in everything yes and is he biased in his approach no way he is not at all biased he says i am one with everything right so if now let us say there is a yogi and the yogi has a disciple who is an american or a russian or a chinese does he say no no you are an american does he say that no he knows that that person and he is one and the same the britisher and the american or the indian or the pakistani or the australian are one and the same this is the most important part called unity second one is non attachment he is not going to be biased in his approach towards anything so did you get that then he has a sky like trait like the omnipresent atma the atma is not attached the atma is free it doesn't have any characteristics so this individual whom we are talking about is a yogi he is not at all saying i am so and so i belong to this place he doesn't say that he is saying i am the self that is the reason why we have that word self realized being the word self realized being simply translates into self i am the self realized knowing that i am the self being he knows that he has taken up a body so did you understand that self realized being is this way so which runs as a substratum the atma runs as a substratum through all movable and immovable things what does the atma do the atma is everywhere now everybody who is asked this question do you have an atma the answer is yes i have an atma you have an atma somebody else has an atma so we are individual atmas no there is only one atma remember this there is only one atma one atma means what param atma the supreme divine being there is only one atma there aren't hundreds and thousands and billions of atmas no no no, no. i cannot make a segregation saying that there are atmas in atma atmas in atma that is that is the difficulty people have this understanding that there are atmas so there are no atmas the s you remove there is only one atma what are we we are called the jiva jiva means the spirit within us something is making us go around something that makes us do our activities that which keeps us alive that is called the spirit now spirit body so this is a body so and we have a spirit in us so we are called spirit body and because atma is everywhere that is why we are called jivatma so that is this jivatma now did you understand that atma is everywhere everything is atma one only and why is this separation there is because you feel individuality you feel associated with the body the bottle so you are water which is filled in a specific bottle you take the form on the label of the bottle saying i belong to this and i am this that is not how 
a yogi looks at his body. He looks at his body just as a container. Okay, I have to be in this container. Next, he says that I am just the Atma. Now, what is this Atma? The Paramatma, not the small, small Atmas that we have thought of. No. And everybody is a spirit body. Right? So, Jivatma. I hope you got this clarity. Moving on to verse 43. So, this is Uddhav Gita, chapter 2, verse 43. As the sky is not touched by things which are the product of fire, water and earth, nor by clouds driven by the wind, so a man should not be touched by things which are the creation of time. I will read the verse again for you all. As the sky is not touched by things which are the product of fire, water and earth, nor by clouds driven by the wind, so a man should not be touched by things which are creation of time. Such a sweet verse. Now if you look at the sky, if you look at the sky and what do you see in the sky? There is, in the sky there are so many stars and moon and sun and clouds also. You can see the dark clouds, you can see the lighter ones, you can see so many things, you can see the birds flying. Now is this thing called the stars, the sun, the moon, the clouds and so on and so forth. Are they touching the sky? No. None of these things are actually touching the sky. The sky is free from all these influences. Suppose if I have to see the sun when there are clouds out there, can I see the sun? No. Does it mean that the sun is not there? No. The sun is always there. Okay. But is the sun taking up the sky? No way. It is somewhere in the middle. We don't know where the middle is. We can just assume that there is some middle somewhere. So there is a sun over there. There is a moon over there. There are stars. There is, There are clouds and so on and so forth. And maybe there is a plane flying from there. So, so many things are happening. So now look at that sky. You can see the clouds. Are the clouds actually distorting the sky? No way. The sky is not getting distorted because of this cloud. It is not getting disturbed because of the sun. It is not getting disturbed because of the moon. The sky is literally through and through. It's like an invisible thing. It's through and through. What color is it? I can see blue. Not necessary. Blue is a color because of refraction. But otherwise, what is the color? We have no idea of the color. Sometimes it is dark, sometimes it is light, sometimes it is colored, sometimes it is colorful. I mean, if you see, if you go to all those channels, you know, astronomy and geographic and all those, you will find there are colors of those beautiful planet, planetary systems and uh, nebulas and galaxies. They are, they are colored very beautifully. No, they are not colored actually. None of them are colored. They are given a certain color because of the heat and the intensity and so on and so forth. The distinction has to be given. That is why the colors are given. But the sky is not getting disturbed because of that. Now, what is the meaning of the word sky? Now, is there a sky actually? There is no sky. So, there is neither the sky nor these things actually there. So, now let us come to the yogi. So, what does the yogi do? The yogi has a clarity and in that clarity he says, I am not the body. Right? 
Secondly, he says that because I am not the body, all these things by itself are unreal. Everything that is happening in this world is unreal. It doesn't actually exist. So if there is a sun over there, is the sun disturbing the earth, the sky? No way. It's not. The sun is there. If I remove that particular portion of the you know, sky, what happens? I can't remove by the way. But if I have to just eliminate it with black color, then what happens? I have no idea. Does it get disturbed? No. So this is what he says. The sky is not touched by things which are the products of fire. What is the product of fire? The product of fire is the sun. Water, earth or anything. There is earth also in the sky, isn't it? Is the earth disturbing the sky? No way. The earth is not disturbing the sky at all. The sky is clear. Actually, nothing is disturbing. When people say there are billions of galaxies formed over there, is it real? Not at all. It's not real at all. Okay, the galaxies are getting formed, but it is not making a hole in the sky. There's nothing happening there. So the sage is supposed to be like the sky who is not disturbed by anything. Nothing. He's not touched by things which are products of fire, water and earth, nor by clouds driven by the wind. So a man should not be touched by things which are creation of time. Everything is time bound in this case. Whether the sun is there, whether the moon is there, it is also time bound. Sometime the sun got created, sometime the moon came into the picture, sometime these galaxies and so on and so on, they will go away. They will get destroyed. Likewise for a sage, a sage may meet a person. That person gets, goes away. Some people come. Then the person, does he get disturbed because they come? No. When they go away, is he supposed to be disturbed? No. When some people are alive, then some die. Is the sage supposed to be disturbed? No, not at all. The sage is not disturbed by life, death, coming, going, shining, non-shining. He is not disturbed at all. He should be exactly like the sky. So one of the characteristics of this yogi is to be like a sky. And as a sky, the yogi is supposed to be very, very clear, clear, through and through. He should understand that none of these things, the clouds, the people, everything, everything is unreal. Nothing exists. So this is the meaning of the word. A yogi should be like a sky. What examples can I give you of your own life? If you have to become a yogi, why is it that you are disturbed by things which are happening around you? They are supposed to happen, isn't it? All these things are supposed to happen. What makes you think that there are, these things are not supposed to happen? There are lots of times when you get a job, you don't get a job. Some people are there, some people die. Some people are very healthy, some people fall sick. Okay, You get money, you don't get money. Too many things are happening in this world. Are you supposed to be disturbed by them? No. You're not supposed to be disturbed by any of these things. Now, why should a person be disturbed? Should a person be disturbed because there are too many things happening in his world? If you have to be a yogi, a realized yogi, then please understand all these things are unreal. They come and they go. And you are not supposed to be disturbed by them at all. 
people behave in a particular way some people misbehave in a particular way like i said people come and they go should a person be affected by them not necessary please understand that everybody has a nature everybody has a destiny destiny is there now everybody who comes in your life touches you in some way and goes away have you seen the bottles of say soft drink in a crate you will find that some bottles are there in a crate now if the bottles are of a particular brand you will find all the 24 bottles are of the same brand 24 means two dozen bottles are there now when they go to a restaurant there are other bottles which are getting filled in that crate also does it mean that they there is a contamination no there is no such thing so imagine in your life you are going to meet so many people one two three four different different kinds of people are you going to get disturbed by them no don't be under the impression that they have come to change your life or something like that nobody is going to disturb you you are the atma remember this this is the thing which you should always be having at the back of your mind i am the atma atma means the paramatma remember this i am this person a yogi who has taken up this body i am the atma and because i am the atma i am not going to be disturbed by things around me so even if there is there are people who are calling me names i should not be disturbed there are people who come and go who touch me in my life and go away they are there temporarily they are not there permanently at all everybody is there for a very very short duration of time and are they going to affect me no not at all they are not going to affect me now you may say i am a human being i am going to get affected you see my mother is sick my uncle is not good to me my boss is very bad my friend he is ditched me it's a part of destiny please understand this it's a part of destiny you are going to meet these people it's like you are going on a journey by train or by plane are you not going to meet some people on the plane there are some people going to sit next to you there are three seats in your aisle you know these on this side three on that side and you are maybe somewhere in the window seat are you not going to meet those five other people there of course you are going to meet them you are going to see them they are going to sit next to you some of them will be troubling you like this you know pushing your hand or some of them may be eating away some obnoxious substance so does it matter you are going to be there only for a short duration of time and suppose there is a child crying next to you you know it's going to affect you only till the time of the flight after that so why are you so much concerned with people who are there who are affecting you you are on your journey remember this always do not forget this you are on your journey your job is to progress ahead your job is to go from one place to the other 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 you are on a journey you will meet a lot of people you will meet a lot of things and things will happen to you don't let it affect you be like a sage who doesn't get affected by anything that is happening in this world we are so much affected by people like the moment i am born human beings are born what happens to them oh this is my father this is my mother this is my brother this is my sister this is vasan that's you are born in a factory what are you thinking you are thinking that you are the bottle that is the reason why you are suffering today you are not that person it's only a via media for your birth do you get the point 
It's like if I have to travel from here to Mumbai, what are the forms of transport that I can use? I can go by air, I can go by railway, I can go by a taxi, a car, something like that. Should I say that I am that train? Should I say that the train is with me? No, it is only a vehicle. Likewise, we have our mother, sister, brother, all these people. They are just a vehicle. We are just getting transported. The sage is transported. He takes up the body. Did I say these words? Remember, you are just transported from one place to the other. So don't be under the impression that just because you have taken up a body through somebody's body, you owe them anything. Till the time you are there, there with you, you have to be nice. Remember, I'm not saying that you should say, I don't give a damn to you. No, 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 no. You would give a damn to them. Are you going to say the same with, with your fellow passengers on the plane? No, you're not going to say, hey, don't sit next to me. I don't want you. Can you say that? No. If you are affected by that person, if the, there is a person in the window seat and that person is snoring out, you know, <laughs> I'm sure you know, in the flight, we all beat a lot of people. They'll snore, they'll make a noise, they will push your hand and so on and so forth. What can you say? You can't. Maybe you just have to tolerate them. Or if the plane is empty, you can request the air hostess, can I sit somewhere else? So you will come across relationships in your life which are like this snorer next to you. If you want to get out of that, please take another place. Nobody says you can't. But remember, in that place also, suppose you are going near these, you remember those two windows <laughs> in the middle. And the air hostess will come and say, do you know the rules of this particular place? Yes. When the flight lands on water and so on and so she's going to come and explain things to you. Because of the seat, remember that. The specific seat, you are entitled for that knowledge. So she's going to come and tell you. So imagine that. Now in our life, I'll give you a funny example. There's a person who gets married. Okay. And then he says, this seat is not proper. This person is snoring. This person is having this problem. So can I take up another seat? So the person takes up another seat. You think that the other seat is going to be important? Every seat is going to have its own issue. Why are you affected by the seat? Remember, you are not the body. So why are you affected by that particular seat? Or by the position? Or by the place? A yogi is never affected by these things. It is just a reason. He is there. So there are going to be things. You know, when you are sitting in a bus, I don't. those who have traveled by bus, they can tell you what happens when you sit in the front, when you sit in the middle and you sit behind. Those who sit right behind get all the jerks. You know, jerks means not the people who are called jerks. <laughs> But the bus jumps a lot. And yes, you're going to be jumping up and down constantly. <laughs> and if you're trying to sleep in the last seat, I'm sorry, you will have a problem over there. So you see, the seat also has a problem. So did you get the point? So <laughs> the understanding should be, all this is going to affect you if you think you are the body. At the back of your mind, you should always know you are not the body. These are fellow passengers. I'm going to meet them for a shorter duration of time. And then I'm not going to be there. Right? So then how does it work? You have to know that you are trying to become a yogi. You know? And when you're trying to become a yogi, you have to practice. 
practice practice and practice constantly this thing should be there on the back of your mind i am going to become a yogi i am going to become a yogi actually you are a yogi but you don't know about it okay that's a secret <laughs> so but you are going to become a yogi you are going to become a yogi yes i should not be affected i should not be affected i should not be affected you know keep that at the back of your mind then you will not be affected it's a simple phenomena which says you know i used to say this when i was you know working for some company i can i will i conquer these are the words attributed to julius caesar i don't know whether he actually said them maybe he said it in his uh, language whichever his language was i can i will i conquer and you keep on saying these words when you go out to sell something i can i will i conquer actually it should not be conquer you know q u e r they should drop i can i will i con <laughs> see that's a funny part all the sales guys are they should go and do this sales people are good at conning other people they will sell them some nonsensical stuff which they know very well that this fellow is never going to use it's like a vacuum cleaner you know a vacuum cleaner which i used to sell in my life oh my god you know i must have sold vacuum cleaners which hardly anybody touches you you know that nobody ever touches a vacuum cleaner is lying somewhere in the corner and once in a while i have to do spring cleaning in the middle of say in the cold winter or something they are trying to do spring cleaning how does it work don't ask me so it is just like that so don't bother <laughs> so you can give yourself these words you know i can i will and conquer and maybe you will succeed so this is how a person is supposed to think i am a yogi i'm going to be a yogi maybe and i should know that i am not affected by anything initially the starting stage you are going to be affected when people say some things my god why is that person saying so okay when somebody falls ill poor thing this person is ill you will find tears will come out of your eyes somebody dying yes of course you are going to be affected are you not affected when you go inside a theater of course you are affected you know when you see that hero heroine maybe they are having some kind of a somebody shoots them and all that oh my god poor fellow you should see my mother the way she shouts at that person see the villain is behind you he is going to kill you my god <laughs> <laughs> so you also get affected in the theater likewise in the theater of life you are going to be affected but remember it's just a show don't get affected you are the yogi are you not really trying hard to be a yogi you are and that is why there are some people who are in the middle of the night like priya is here i think it must be 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock in, in london and she is sitting over here watching this it's very nice to see you are really trying hard to be a yogi so please work towards this remember this always constantly i am not the body i am the supreme i am that special one and i don't have to be affected people those who are there in my life just touch me and go away they are passengers on a train or a plane they just come and then they go away i don't own anything and yet i am in this world so i got to be good there are other examples which are given in this you know my gurudev is going to explain to you with other examples also he says you are good you should 
not get affected. But you should be kind, compassionate, loving, caring to everybody. Not just one or two people. Be nice to everybody. Got it? In the previous example, in the previous verse, did we not say these words? Yes, you got to be nice to everybody. So that is the reason why I says, As the sky is not touched by things which are a product of fire, water or earth, nor by clouds driven by the wind, so a man should not be touched by things which are the creation of time. So human beings, things in our life, you know, like the phone that you have. How many people have iPhone 4? <laughs> now you don't touch it because nothing works over there. Right? In the same way, people had pagers. They don't work anymore. They don't work at all. There was a time when we had radios. Radios don't work today. No. You had black and white television. And before that, I don't know what all things. Do they work? No. So are you supposed to? Don't bother your head about it. Why are you so much bothered? Nothing should bother you. Remember this. So this is the reason why we are not supposed to be affected by things around us. Whatever may happen, the whole world may change. The sun will become dark. The sky will have its moon. The moon will one day disappear. Why are you bothered so much about it? You are not the body. You have taken the body. Remember this at the back of your mind. You have just taken up this body. You are an apprentice. <laughs> sage. Apprentice sage. So you, since you are an apprentice sage, remember these words also. See, an apprentice is also supposed to remember, isn't it? Huh? If you are if you are an apprentice somewhere, you are supposed to remember, okay, I am I am working with my guru and I am supposed to be that very soon. So think about it like that. Because you are working towards becoming this sage. Why, why am I saying all this? Remember, these words were said by the Yadu to the Yadu by the Tatra. He said the words. Then, second thing, what happened during his that particular episode? Krishna is saying these words to Uddhava. Is Uddhava a sage? No. But Uddhava asked a question. Krishna is answering. Is giving examples of his own forefather. Correct? So you are also getting the same example. So be detached. Don't get attached to things around you. You should behave exactly like the sky. Don't get attached to anything. Know all these things that are happening. They may affect you in the beginning. But the moment you understand that you are not the body, immediately the understanding will expand. And then you will not get affected by what is happening around you. You're not going to cry when things go wrong. You're not going to laugh when things go well. No. You know all this is temporary. And that is the reason why he says it's a creation of time. Got it? All this is nothing but creation of time. Time is the greatest factor. It takes care of everything. Relationships Things, like I said to you just now, you know, there are certain things in your past, like the iPhone 4, it's no longer there. Maybe you will go to iPhone 11 or something like that now. Are you supposed to be attached to that old object? No. It will go in your museum maybe. Or maybe you will junk it or maybe you will give it back to the company. Something you are going to do. So don't be affected by those things. Right? Now this is the meaning of these words where the sage is just like the sky. 
Okay, so we have come to the end of verse 43. Next time we will start verse 44 onwards. Okay, so I will take your leave. You have a very good day and take care of yourself.